Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everyone. I'm Deb Flaschenberg. Welcome to Yoga Birth Babies, a podcast produced by Prenatal Yoga Center. We will be diving into everything prenatal yoga, birth, and baby-related, hoping to inspire, educate, and empower you through your journey into motherhood. Thank you for listening. For my yoga teacher friends who are interested in working with the pregnant population, Prenatal Yoga Center offers an 85-hour Yoga Alliance certified program based on our three-pronged theory of prenatal yoga, asana, education, and community. Once a year, we hold our three-month immersion program in New York City. For those who cannot attend this training, Caprice and I are now traveling to different locations holding our training at hosting studios where we will spend six days working together, exploring and learning about prenatal yoga. This training consists of more than 50 hours working together. We also created a whole membership website with more than 20 videos corresponding directly to the manual you will receive. For more information, check out our website at prenatalyogacenter.com. Hope to work with you soon. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, I'm Deb Flaschenberg and I am your host for Yoga Birth Babies. And today we're doing what I call a mini-sode. So it's not an interview, it's just some ideas that I had I wanted to share. So a lot of this is based on my experience as a mother as well as the community I've been a part of the last 15 years. So today's mini-sode is Nine Steps to Surviving Early Motherhood. And I hope this helps because I know there's times during early motherhood that you can be extremely overwhelmed, um, even bored, uh, a little down, depressed. So hopefully this makes it a little bit easier for you. So just sit back, enjoy, either take it in for yourself as a new mom or a pregnant mom, or just someone that knows a new mom or pregnant mom. So you can be a wonderful supports person. So let's start. I think one of the things that I didn't do enough of in the beginning when I first had my son. So I have two kids. My son, Shay, is now five and a half, and my daughter, Sage, is three. So it's not too far away that I had gone through this myself. So when I had my son, I did tend to be a little bit of a type A personality, um, although I don't really know if that's changed <laughs> since then. But I had this idea that I would have my baby and I just kind of go back to a modified version of the life I had before, but still have some resemblance to it that I didn't need to go with that old adage of, you know, sleep when the baby's sleeping or things will change. I just thought I'd kind of keep moving forward with my baby and keep going with life how it was. But as I learned, not quite 
happening. So here's my first tip for new mothers and it's sleep. And again, as I mentioned a moment ago, that old adage of sleep when the baby sleeps and I didn't listen to it nearly enough. So what what happens is when we have poor sleep quality, it affects our ability to function well, and it leaves someone feeling kind of scattered, irritable, and foggy. And I have to say, even now with my daughter who still wakes up, I wonder why I'm so foggy and I'm not quite the same person I was before. It's because I haven't really caught up on all my sleep. And unfortunately, most new moms start motherhood already a bit sleep deprived due to the discomforts and disruption of sleep towards the end of pregnancy. So it's cliche as it sounds, try napping when baby naps. Of course, your to-do list is going to remain undone, but my belief is that sleep is more important than getting your emails answered or finishing the dishes. Those are the kind of things that your partner or you can have someone help you with getting the dishes done and straightening up the house and your emails will eventually get done. I also would recommend considering doing some night feedings with your partner. Let your partner do them instead of you. And this could be a really wonderful time. So in the middle of the night, your partner can have some quiet bonding time with baby. The next tip is to get out of the house. So my kids were born at different times. My son was a summer baby and my daughter was a winter baby. And I do have to say, I think having a summer baby was so much easier. He was born mid-July and it was pretty hot, but we still could just plop him in the bassinet and get out the door. I didn't have to bundle him the way I had to with my daughter, who was born in mid-February in a particularly cold, cold, cold winter in New York City. It became really challenging for me because I had a really hard time getting out the door, and my pediatrician had told me that she was really hesitant to have my daughter, a newborn, go out if it was below a certain degree, and that was starting to get me a little bit batty. So unless it's incredible inclement weather, I recommend that try to get baby out the door. And I know it's not so easy all the time. You know, baby could have a blowout, baby's crying, but I think it's going to be better for you as a mom just to see some other faces. I remember that I would just take a walk to Starbucks or to Whole Foods, give myself the plan of, I just need to get one thing. And I probably didn't really need to get it, but I did need to get it for my Sandy just to see some other faces. So moms that are here in New York City, what I recommend is try not to be afraid of the subway. I actually had a friend who ended up moving to the suburbs because she was so overwhelmed about getting on the subway. She wanted to stay only in walking distance of her apartment, and she said that was starting to wear on her. So there's some options for New York City moms or other cities. Find out where there are elevators for the subways. Um, That can be extremely helpful. You can also learn to bump the stroller up and down the stairs or wear your baby. It's really wonderful to have baby close to you, but try to get out of the house. Don't be afraid. And then for moms that live in suburbs, sometimes just getting in a car may not feel enough. So try to take a walk, go to a playground. If you can walk into town or just take a walk around your neighborhood, get out of the house. That goes along with my next tip of make some friends. Now, some of these women may end up being your lifelong friends. A few of the moms I met in my new mom support group when my son was 10 weeks old, I'm still in touch with. And they're amazing, wonderful friends. And we look to each other for support. And what's great is our kids are around the same age, just a couple weeks apart. And we can see kind of the milestones and supporting one another. You know, our kids are at the basic same developmental stage. So if one's having a meltdown, we can support one another, like, yes, normal, this happens. Or if one 
someone's not doing something, yeah, that's totally normal too. But make some friends. And they may be your lifelong friends, or they might just be someone to take a walk with, just another person to connect with that understands what you're going through at the same time. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. The next tip, and I, I still use this. My kids are beyond early motherhood, but I still use this a lot. All bad moments pass. And this is a mantra that I feel like I say to myself on a daily basis. When I first had to start using this mantra just to remind me of this, it wasn't even during labor. It was when my son was about three weeks old. My husband had gone back to work. Our postpartum doula had completed her time with us. Family packed up and went home. And here I was on my own with my three-week-old son. And I think I was a little bit cocky. I thought, you know, I'd been doing this at this point for nine and a half years working with pregnant moms and new babies, and I was a doula, and I was used to holding new babies. So I think I was a little bit cocky. So I remember this day very, very, very clearly. It was a hot Wednesday afternoon, and the day started off pretty well. I took my son for a walk down by Riverside uh, Park, and things have gone well. He took his morning nap. I got my coffee had some breakfast. Day was going well. Now by three o'clock that afternoon, my son had not napped. And at that point he was napping a lot. So now he had missed two naps and he was having an absolute complete meltdown. And I pulled out every trick I knew in my short weeks of motherhood. I swaddled, I bounced him on the ball. I walked him around. I fed him. I was shushing him. I was swinging him. Nothing worked and I was truly unraveling. Granted, hormones are crazy, sleep deprived. So maybe in a different state, I wouldn't have been such a a crazy person. But I finally called my husband and said, you have to come home. Within a few hours, he was home. At which point he just looked at me, gave me a kiss and said to go rest. And during the hour in which he took him to get home, I had to keep repeating to myself, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Because I really had no other choice. I did put the baby down and walk away for a few moments. He was still screaming. But I had to gather myself and get my head around that I will be okay. That is freaked out as I was at the experience, as unsure I was that I was even fit to be a mother, As hormonal as I was, I had to remind myself that this too shall pass. And I think those four words really helped me get control of the situation and not go down a really dark rabbit hole. 
So if you're ever finding yourself in that situation, and honestly, I find that myself using those words now, even when my kids are having a meltdown and they're different types of meltdowns, you know, three and five are different type of meltdowns. But when things get really challenging, I still remind myself that this too shall pass. So I hope that you can tuck that in your back pocket because I'm quite confident you'll need that at some point. Another tip for easing into early motherhood is to give the mother space to process her birth. I think one of the most invalidating and belittling sentences a new mother can hear is all that matters is you and the baby are okay. In the U.S., 45.5% of women report traumatic birth. That's a lot. That's nearly half of the women out there birthing are saying it was traumatic. And for those that experience trauma after birth, please seek help. Do not blame yourself. You did nothing wrong. And many women who undergo traumatic birth experience have a hard time connecting with their baby and establishing healthy breastfeeding. So we need partner and friends to allow the mother a safe space and time to process her experience and not rush her to get past her experience because suppressing these feelings can lead to postpartum depression. So for moms out there that look back on your birth and think you were traumatized, do not try to tuck it away. Do not let people talk you out of it. Don't try to talk yourself out of it. Give yourself the opportunity to process it so that you can get to the other side of it. And it might take a while. And please, if you need help, please seek help. And for partners and friends, if you see someone that you love in your life that just had a traumatic birth, find a way for them to talk, find a support group, find a therapist. Don't push them past it. They really, really need to get, to get, get through it, to go through the experience and get past it on their own. All right, my next tip's a little bit lighter. A little bit of germs are fine for babies. So I see quite the range of this. So I see some moms that won't even touch their babies um, without sanitizing their hands. And then I see others that just go for it and do what they have to do. So a little bit of germs, you know, and granted, I'm going to say I'm a little bit fast and loose about germs. A little bit of germs, it's okay for baby. In fact, I looked this up and there were some rules that they said from John Hopkins Center for Children. They say newborns exposed to household germs, pets and rodents dander, and roach allergens during their first year of life appear to have lower risk of developing asthma and allergies. The researchers note, however, that protective effects of these exposures disappear when infants encounter these substances after their first year. So we can think a little bit that we don't necessarily need too clean. It's not great for creating um, a healthy immune system. And they also recommend that they may develop hypersensitive immune systems and then more prone to allergies if we get too clean. So go ahead. You don't have to wash your hands with every time you touch your child. Uh, if the pacifier fell on the floor, maybe a quick rinse. You don't have to sterilize it. Um, <laughs> give me a little look into my house. We have our house cleaned every Wednesday, so my kids know if something falls on the floor on a Wednesday and it hasn't sat there for more than a few seconds. So we say, oh, floor clean, go for it. Um, so maybe I'm on the other side of that spectrum. So I'm a little fast and loose about the germs, but just keep in mind, you don't have to get too neurotic about it because that's going to drive you a little crazy. All right. So my next tip actually comes from one of our former students who is an amazing author. You might know her, Pamela Paul, and she wrote Parenting 
Inc. Now, she also did a lecture at the studio about what you really need to buy for baby and what to leave in the store. Now, granted, I wasn't a parent at the time, but I did keep her words of wisdom tucked away when I knew I'd need them. She explained that you don't need to bother with the wipe warmer or the bottle heater because you're going to be out and about. And if your child's only used to super warm, cozy wipes, what are you going to do when you're in the middle of Whole Foods and you need to go take your baby to the bathroom and you're not going to have the wipes? Your child's going to rebel. So keep keep a little more simple. You don't need the special baby food makers. You can use a blender. That's just fine. Keep it minimal. This is going to also reduce the clutter around your home. And for our community in New York City, that is a good thing. Babies come with a lot of accessories. So keep those that you don't need at bay. So this next tip, this one I still feel very close to. And it's remembering that you're not just mommy. I feel like during pregnancy, all of a sudden I start to get referred to as mommy. When I take my kids to the pediatrician or even to get their haircut, I'm referred to as mommy. Now, I love being called mommy by my kids, and I kind of dread the day that they just start calling me mom. It's endearing, and it's a joyful role that I take, and I love the responsibilities that come with it. But that doesn't mean I'm not still me. And if I forget to have my own identity, I think I'm going to not be a good example for my kids. I think I need to remember who I am, kind of dust off that person once you get settled and get back to things that you love to do for yourself. Remember that you're more than just mommy. You are a cultivation of your history, of your values, And that that's the kind of thing we want to show our kids. We don't want to just be mommy. In fact, I tell my kids, mommy doesn't mean servant. Just because I'm your mommy doesn't mean I'm running around the house grabbing things for you or putting things away from you, for you. I'm still my own self. So remember that you're more than just mommy. You need to be your values, your belief, your sense of humor. That's going to show who you are and that's going to help your children have pride in who you are and pride in who they are. And hopefully that if your kids have kids of their own someday, they'll remember that they need to be their own person too. So I think it's a really good role model. You're more than just mommy. All right, my last tip. This took me a little bit to finagle. So it's if you are a breastfeeding mom, learn how to breastfeed outside of the house. So in the beginning of breastfeeding my first child, I had this ridiculous breastfeeding setup. So I had this thing called a My Breast Friend. I had a water bottle. I had I had back pillows. I had uh, remote control. I had water and tea. I had this whole little arrangement in the corner of the room that was kind of like my breastfeeding area. And I had to intricately arrange my props and I had to get everything all set up. But my friend and lactation consultant, Andrea Sims-Brown, reminded me that I need to learn how to do this outside the house because what was happening is... I was kind of stuck to my routine and stuck to my special setup, and it was keeping me from getting out. So with her support and advice, I rid myself of all my extra gadgets, and I learned how to breastfeed outside the house. And I remember my husband and I went out for breakfast, and we chose kind of a secluded area, and I did it. I pulled the boob out. And I started, I learned how to breastfeed outside the house. And it was so incredibly liberating. It turned out I didn't need all that baggage. I didn't need my whole setup. I just needed my breasts and my baby and most of the time a little cover up, not all the time. 
So once you get that, it really gives you space to go out and about. And by the time I had my daughter, I'd kind of gotten the hang of that because I couldn't stay home with my son. So I think that's going to be a great tip for for moms. So those are my nine steps to surviving early motherhood. And I'm recording this in May, a few days before Mother's Day. So for all the new moms, all the soon-to-be new moms, I hope that you are enjoying this crazy, amazing journey of motherhood. And I hope these steps help ease that path for you. Thanks for listening. Bye. This has been an episode of Yoga Birth Babies, produced by Prenatal Yoga Center. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. I'm Deb Flaschenberg. Thanks for listening. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big